Listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promised glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So, while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? 
We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be a country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens, but one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze-pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the west. We will rise from the wind-swept northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked south. We will rebuild, reconcile, and recover in every known no of our nation in every corner called our country, our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Now, that was super dope for me. Um, that last bar, it's a bar. <laughs> it's a bar in and of itself. Yes. Um, and the way that she kind of postured herself and just graced the opportunity and just beasted it, you know, that entire poem was just spot on. Um, what's y'all? What's y'all thoughts? You know, put them in the comment what y'all think about it because I felt like that was one of the highlights. One of the the high moments of um, of the inauguration. Um, I know a lot of people would be like, "Well, what Joe Biden said was good." Well, he said it was good, but but <laughs> to be honest, I actually fell asleep while he was talking. Um, but I feel like you know we <laughs> we have a, a a very interesting um, you know situation with the um, with 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 the inauguration and uh, with this president coming in. Um, of course. She could, yeah, she definitely killed it. Um, and I feel like, you know, with everything that has happened over the last four years um, with our with with the last administration, I definitely want to say this. We, we thank uh, thank President Trump for his service and for him um, and his leadership, um, even though it was um, messed up. But, you know, we had some good moments and there was some very terrible moments. Um, but <laughs> we won't go there. But uh, I definitely want to say that because, you know, you, you want to give honor where honor is due. And even though he was disrespectful by not coming to the um, to the inauguration, you know, it's still something that, you know, we have to in and ourselves be, you know, still be rise above that um, and just be better, <laughs> better people, Absolutely. better individuals. But I definitely thought that, you know, she got up there. And just beasted that um, that entire poem and that entire thing. So uh, there's another point that I want to make, and it's so interesting because I don't know if anyone caught this. So um, every if you're familiar with Joe Biden, uh, you know he is a um, he is a Catholic. Um, his invocation was done by a Jesuit priest, uh, which comes as no surprise because he is a Catholic. 
Um, but his benediction came from um, a minister or a, a, a pastor. Um, now, the prayer in and of itself was just powerful. It was spot on. It was, you know, the very fabric of what, you know, I feel this country needs. Um, the issue I had with the prayer, the biggest issue, and if anyone knows exactly where I'm going with this, drop it in the comments. <laughs> the biggest issue I had with his prayer was how he ended the prayer. And I get that we kind of do too much, but I feel like, you know, we do too much and we miss the mark and we miss the moment. Um, he ended the prayer by saying in the strong name of our collective faith, amen. And this is the problem with that. From the beginning of the prayer all the way to the end, you know, he gives us some great content. Um, he talks about how, you know, we will seek the good in and for all of our neighbors. You know, we will love the unlovable, remove the stigma of the so-called untouchables um, who care for our most vulnerable or children, our children, the, the elderly, emotionally challenged and the poor, you know, seek to uh, seek rehabilitation beyond correction extend opportunities to those locked out of opportunity, you know, talking about how, you know, because of our humanity and we'll discover that commonness that we have and beyond our color, creed, origin, political party, ideology, all these great things, you know, and he spoke about the country coming together and healing and, and understanding that we all are different um, and understanding that we all walk different paths in this country. Uh, but the goal is to unify and for me, the biggest issue with that is just the fact that, you know, you end the prayer um, by saying in the, in the strong name <laughs> of our collective faith, everybody there, what if, what, what if everybody there doesn't believe in Jesus or believe in the same God that we believe in? Um, that's the biggest issue because you when you look at the entire thing and you look at the fact that um, the, the prayer was just, you know, it was powerful as what we need as a country, but it's like you taking attributes of who Jesus is and you are, um, not giving him his fair shoot, his fair due or his fair credit, um, to who he really is. You're praying all these great prayers and you're doing all these th great things. Um, and you have Jesus in mind, but you just, in my opinion, you just totally missed the mark. Um, by praying and saying in Jesus name, this is all who Jesus is all about. You know, as me, as me and my brother Marcus, we're both Christian um, preachers. We, we preach Jesus. That's what this whole thing is all about. We preach Jesus. We talk about Jesus. Um, and I just feel like, you know, that was a moment where the ball was dropped. <laughs> mm. you know, as great as a prayer of it was, it was awesome. It was spot on. It spoke to the fabric of this country, mm. but it missed that mark. You know, we got we can't be afraid that when we're in those moments to pray in the name of Jesus. In the name That's of one Jesus. thing I can say about President Trump, his inauguration. People get mad and be like, hey, people shouldn't have did this. And that. He had people there praying in the name of Jesus. Right. Whether you like it or not, whether you, you agreed with them people who was praying or not, they were praying in the name of Jesus, not in the name of our collective faith, not in any other name, but in the name of Jesus. And if we're going to be a country that needs Jesus in what we're doing in our everyday life, then we have to pray and stand on the name of Jesus. I get that we are different. 
I get that everyone does not believe the same. I, I, I get that. And I'm not trying to shove Christianity down anyone's throat or anything like that. But if you are a Christian preacher <laughs> and you get the opportunity to have a platform like that, to pray in the name of your God, your God has a name and his name is Jesus. And just as my bro says, say the name. And I feel like we can't afford to miss those moments in whatever you know capacity it is or whatever um, whatever form or whatever the platform is, especially as Christians, we have to represent. I feel like there's so many people in the world today uh, and there's so many platforms who try to be little Christians and try to be little Christ. Um, and whenever we get that opportunity to speak about Christ, to talk about Christ, we should share who he is, his character, his nature, everything about him. We should share it. Uh, we shouldn't diminish ourselves or I, I hate to use the word conform, but I would say diminish or belittle who Christ is in us to appease everybody that's around us uh, or to appease people who believe different things. It's, it's possible that we can all get together and we can all enjoy each other and unite and all, all these other things. But at the same time, you don't lose faith or you don't lose track of who you are in the essence of all of that. Um, do you want to add anything to that, bro? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> want to add to that because it, it honestly, and I say this with all the respect, when it comes down to that moment, um, you see who you really serve. When it comes down to that moment, you know if you really serve Christ or not, because uh, my, my pastor has a saying that everyone wants to be like Jesus until it's time to be like Jesus. You know, everybody wants to say, you know, I'll call the name of Jesus until that moment. You know, exactly. what are you really led by? And this is honestly, this is what the times we're living in. You know, uh, we, we talked about uh, being a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. You know, this the reason the country, if the country is going the way it's going because it's so double minded and the people of God are not standing up the way they need to stand up. Exactly. And it's so important in these times. You can't you can't waver for any because if you're worried about what other people feel or what they're made, you know, we're so worried about or I'm not going to say we, but certain people are so worried about offending. They don't realize we're being offended as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it, it, it goes both ways. And why would I believe offend you? It has nothing to do with you. If exactly. I was given the honor and the privilege, if I was given, given the honor and the privilege to pray to who I pray to, I'm going to pray. I, I, I can't, you know, the, the three Hebrew boys said, you know, I can't, I can't bow down. I can't bow down. This is, this is where I stand. And all I know is if something happens to me in this moment, I know that God is able. Amen. And we serve a, we serve a, a servant, able God. But what do you really believe? And like you said, the, the prayer was good. Everything he was saying was on point. And then you say that. And then you like, you know, you hit that Scooby Doo. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, what's going on? Because it, it's it, you can't. Yeah, you can't be confused in these times. We have to take a stand. And this is why our voice is so important. This is why we have to stand on the truth. We have to stand on the truth of the word of God because it goes beyond us. And so many people are watching. And what does that do uh, to the uh, to the almost believer 
who was getting ready, you know, to be transformed. But now he like, wait a minute. Okay. I don't know. What does that mean? You know what I mean? So it, it causes questions, man. So, you know, um, I keep it short. I can go in for days about that. But at the end of the day, like I said in the beginning, it shows who he really serves. Exactly. And it's like you I get it that you're a pastor. You serve the people. You serve everybody. But at the end of the day, like you said, we should be serving Jesus Christ. That's Absolutely. who we serve. That's who we live and die for is Jesus Christ. Um, John 14 and 13 says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. That's the mm. version. Verse 14 says, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And it's like everything that he asked um, in that prayer, everything that he wants the country to become, you know, he asked it, but he asked it in the name of the strong name of our collective faith. That 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 doesn't give it any credit. Who is the strong name of our collective? Exactly. Faith? Say, anybody can say that's Jesus. Another person can come and say that's Allah. Another person can come and say that's Buddha. Confusion. It's confusion. But if you're going to talk about the characteristics and the, and, and the aspects of who Christ is in the prayer and then ask all of these things that you want Christ to do, but in another name, you, that prayer is in vain. That prayer didn't make the heaven. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like Jesus, like, I don't know who I don't know who you're praying to. Like you didn't miss the mark for you real. Miss the mark for real. <laughs> and we can't do that in this time and age, in this day and age, especially in this um, in this climate that we're in and everything. You know, Absolutely. our voices matter. Um, us being Christians, it matter. Um, and I have the utmost respect for our brothers and sisters who are of other faiths, um, as I pray that they have the same respect for us, too. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you know, we have to stand on what we believe on, you know. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other. Come on. Stand. So that's just how I feel. So, yes, sir. From that, that that was one of the um, the biggest issues that I had. I know other people point out other things and, and point out a whole bunch of stuff, but I mean, it's not really, it's not really surprising, especially when you, you, when you look at the history of the Democrat party. Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, just a couple weeks ago, they prayed an amen and a woman, which was stupid. Um, <laughs> and some other things, you know, came out of that. So, you know, we're going to continue to pray for the Democrat party. We're continue to pray. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it blunt. 100, y'all. Anyone who's new and don't know anything about me, I keep it 100. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> which has nothing to do with anything. Amen. Hey. Amen. Has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to continue to pray and just, and just, you know, we believe that God is definitely um, going to do and he's going to take care of us. He's going to provide it for us. He's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do for us over these next four years. Um, and so, yeah, man, I, I'm excited about, um, you know, some of the other stuff we got to talk about today. Yes, and we're not going to we're not going to stay on this long. We've been on here about 25 minutes talking about, All right. <laughs> <laughs> about the inauguration. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to jump right into sports. Y'all. Yeah. So um, now this weekend we have the Bucks and Packers. Yes. Um, and the Bills versus the Chiefs. Who you got, bro? I got the Chiefs and I got the Packers. Okay, okay. I like I that. The, I got right, the Chiefs okay. and the Packers going in for it, man. 
I like both the quarterbacks, of course, Aaron Rodgers. He's a senior citizen mm-hmm. in the game, right? <laughs> exactly. But he's doing his thing, man. I, uh, he's been really – what, he had like 40-something touchdowns yeah, this man. season, and he's it's really doing his thing. Season. And I, I love the young quarterback on the Chiefs, man. He's, he's definitely a problem. So I would oh, yeah. love – to see that matchup, you know, it's of course it's any given Sunday or any given game day. Really but uh, I definitely would love to see that. I'm gonna get my popcorn ready, all that good stuff, man. I'm sorry, somebody's trying to call me in the middle of a broadcast, but it's all good. It's all good. We still it's all in good. It. It's all but good. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Because we still, you know, we still need to enjoy life. You know, exactly. so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens i'm i'm tuned in i'm locked in you know who you got bro who you got oh uh, who i got this weekend i got i definitely got the packers i don't think the bucks can beat the packers and that's yeah. not throwing any shade on tom brady or anything like that but <laughs> everybody um you know really you know they go gung-ho bucks and they think tom is going to take him to the super bowl and win if he does this year i will be you know what, they, paid they paid they paid off they paid, yeah. They, they paid, paid it all. They paid the refs. They paid everybody. Right? <laughs> and that's, and I, that's my story. That I'm sticking. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, right, right. Right. I definitely feel like this is the Packers versus the Bills. What? I don't know why I feel the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. And as soon as I said that, two people exited the um. But I feel like, you know, I don't know why I feel like rolling with the Bills, but I feel like the Bills is a strong team this year. Yeah, Um, You know, I feel like this is their year to really make some noise. Um, What's the last time they won something? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, you know, my bro, I was talking about Bucks and Bills. I I could see that. It could happen. (laughs) It could go that way. But I think the Packers' offense is just too great. Yeah, they're phenomenal, man. Yeah, it's just too great. Like, they're the number one foreign offense. And, you know, (laughs) he he has nobody, and he's making it happen. Right. Um, And I just don't see anyone on the Buccaneers team that can stop uh, Adams. So, we, I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. But I, I feel like it may be the Bills and the Packers. Um, if it's the Bills and Bucks, I won't be mad. Um, but I, I feel like it's going to be the Bills. And if I were to choose a Super Bowl winner um, right now, I'm going to say, oh, he said, yeah, it is kind of based on Vegas. What 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 them betters are out there doing is it's really uh, crazy. They can, they know. But uh, <laughs> I would pick a winner between the Bucks and the Bills or the Packers and the Bills. I, I'm going to ride all out with the Bucks, man. I'm sorry. I, I have to ride all out. No, no, with the Bucks, with the Bills. I have to ride all out with the Bills. Bills. Oh, uh, I'm about to say you just said the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I just switched up. I just switched up. I'm like, what? I'm right, time. I got you. But I have to ride all out with the Bills um, because see. they're just they're just so good, man. That, that is a, a crazy team, man. <laughs> they have the weapons. They have the talent. They can, they can go. If they beat the Chiefs, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. Oh, of course. Of if course. they beat the Chiefs, they're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's and they're going to win the Super Bowl because, in my opinion, the Chiefs are the best, is the best team in football right now. Yeah. They're the defending champs. Um, if it ends up being the Chiefs and Bucks, and I'm going for the Chiefs, I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win. But Woo. at the end of the day, I feel like the, if the Bills beat the Chiefs and go to the Super Bowl, they're going to win the Super Bowl because there's okay. no way. There's no way. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't see, know. This is, 
See, this is the thing. Uh, and I'm responding to Patrick right now. This is the thing. They're not beating the Chiefs. But this is the thing. <laughs> it depends on how Patrick Mahomes plays Sunday. Now, he got knocked out of the game last week. He had a concussion. He's dealing with that this whole week. This whole week. It really depends on how he plays this week um, or how he comes out of this week. If he's able to jump in and, and be like he was before all this went down, yeah, I got the Chiefs. And like I said, I'll take the Chiefs and I'll run with the Chiefs the entire time. But I feel, I don't know why I feel this. I feel this in my shanana. Let <laughs> <laughs> stop putting it on the Holy Ghost. This <laughs> <laughs> guy do me like he did all these false prophets. He thought the Lord. <laughs> But I feel I, I don't know. I don't know why I just feel I feel like the Bills will win and I feel like this is that year. So my prediction held up from last week. You know, I definitely thought the Bills were gonna make it through this week. They did. So Tom will snap and post and he will. He will, he's gonna go crazy, but at the same time, you know, he he Tom has to get some more weapons on, on defense. And I feel like this year is just too early. You know, Absolutely. they put everything together. And they just kind of rushed it. And then they didn't really have the time to do it. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady's not loose. I, I get that. I really do get that Tom Brady would not lose. But at the same time, you have to – You have to. See, I, it, it has never been done. A team put together in the offseason, in the middle of a pandemic, um, that's number one, in the middle of a pandemic. And he's leading this team to this far, yeah, but – He's not throwing the ball down the field. He's not Tom of old. He's he's now he's a freak of nature as far as being able to stick around this long and play the game. Absolutely. But I feel like he is. I just I just I think he needs another year before he can actually win a championship. I mean? hear you, Patrick. I hear you, Patrick. But I I, I, I I'm just gonna have to X the Bucks out. I just don't see it. <laughs> I gotta I gotta X them out because it's if the Bills. If the Bills so happen to beat the Chiefs, which I don't see, I don't see my naked eye. I don't see it. I don't have. Don't see it. But but uh, I'm gonna say if the if the Bills do beat the Chiefs, the the, the Packers are gonna take it all. My money is on mm. the Packers. My money is on the Packers. But your money's on the Packers, and mine's on the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> but if the if the uh, if Kansas City go, yeah. That's it, be, it was it was meant to be. It was meant, it was to, meant they, to be. They deserve it. Just give it, hand it, it to right. them. You know right. what I mean? But yeah, if if the Bills win, now nah, I'm going with the, I'm going with uh the Packers. Not going, going Packers. with the Packers. I'm going with so, the season, the senior citizens, man. I'm going with the veterans. <laughs> I'm going with the team that's been around and played together the longest. The only thing they added this season was um they added a phenomenal wide receiver and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, and that helped elevate them to the next level. So right, right, right. They, I'm I'm rolling with that. If, if if they prove me wrong, then hey, y'all can don't call me a, a false prophet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I mean, yeah, Thomas the goat. I get that, but I I just don't see it. I just don't see it just yet. So don't I, do that. He, he needs another year. Not even man. This is the thing. Not even LeBron. He put together a superstar team. Yeah. He, when he went down to Miami, he put together a superstar team. Him, yeah. Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh did not win the championship in their first year. They got far. They got to the finals, but they did not win. And it took a year for them to actually get it together for them to go. 
Absolutely. Even when he went back to Cleveland, he didn't get it the first year. He had to go. He had to keep, you know, keep going back. So, <laughs> but Tom Brady. <laughs> only way Tom will win is if they pay if they pay off the refs, and that's the and only way I feel it. <laughs> if the Bucks win, I know they cheating in the NFL. It's no way. It's no, no way. way, Patrick. It's no way. It's, no way. it's impossible. No, no, it's impossible. No, it's impossible. Yeah, they they about the same. LeBron, they, and, <laughs> they are about the same, and they have the same mentality in the offseason. They both right. look to get better. Like LeBron, and we gonna segue in the NBA. LeBron is what he's thirty six years old, man. Thirty six years old, and we all saw what just happened last week. James Harden went to the Nets so that he can have a shot of playing in the in uh, in, the, in the finals against LeBron James against LeBron, possibly beat LeBron. So. <laughs> Right, the boy said we're gonna raise someone. Nah, you gonna raise us a nice offering. I'm gonna bring you on the show. You gonna raise us a nice offering. You gonna be the person that puts us up before we go. I was <laughs> gonna go. That's funny. <laughs> but he fold on and the pressure on. He do, but at the same time, he has he he needs the players around him. To make him great, First, um, you can't discredit him though. You know what I mean? You can't, can't discredit him because everybody comes together to beat him. Everybody. Exactly. So yeah, I, he does. When it, the pressure get on, it gets a little steamy. But it takes three of the superstars to beat one person. Exactly. Exactly. Period. That's I mean, all that's, I'm just gonna say. And that's how it's looking right now. That's how it's looking right now because you see how many you, you see how many teams have to get a super team just to beat LeBron. Right. Just to beat one person. Just to beat LeBron. Sorry. I mean, it's crazy. Now, I, I think I still think the Lakers gonna win this year. I don't I don't care what the oh, yeah. did. Like the oh, Lakers yeah. gonna win this year. I feel like the, the Lakers leveled up. Man, but, but man, that daggone Anthony Davis, bro, he is uh yeah, he's a problem. Yeah, he's a he's a problem. I'm Anthony sorry. Davis is the future, man. Anthony he Davis is. is the future. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely got I got the Lakers. I, I'm I with you care. on that one. I don't care what the Nets do. Honestly, I think they'll they'll get knocked out by the Celtics. To be honest with you, I don't see Kyrie or KD making it through the season healthy. Um, especially <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie, I definitely don't see Kyrie making it through the season healthy. Um, <laughs> if he get hurt, it's a wrap. Like James James Harden can do but so much by himself. Right. Um, he would need KD, and even if him and KD are playing, they don't have the bench. They don't have the um, the bench talent to to hold it down in the uh, finals. This boy said the Lakers and um, in the Sixers in the finals. Sixers not going to the finals, man. No, nah. say that right now. Y'all y'all shot went out. Y'all entire <laughs> <hope> AI. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it went out the window with AI. And that's my yeah, favorite player, dude. Died when James Harden went to the Nets. If y'all would have made a trade for James Harden, I would I would definitely put y'all in the, in the contention. I would say that y'all could beat the um, Celtics, but it just ain't happening. Man. It just ain't happening. I know you're from Philly, but it just ain't happening. I'm from Jersey, Doc, so I, I get it. You know? But, yeah, you, you should know. be a Nets fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. All right. I like the players. <laughs> I like the players. That's it. I like the players. My yeah. team trash. So I mean, we we're 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 getting there. You know, Who's your I, team? The Hornets. We'll, oh, we'll okay. get there. We're we're just trash. You know, we have um, a star in the making with um, Lamelo. Yeah. But, um, you know, we just we got a lot to to a lot to get over this year. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's all right. You one day, one day, one day. But we are looking good. We are looking yeah. good. When LeBron yeah, probably um, his son get to the league and he retires. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, so like um, with college basketball, um, I, my team is UNC, of course. Um, but we're looking trash. Um, do you have a college basketball team? You know what, bro? I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, even though we on live, I ain't going to front because this is what radio is about. <laughs> I don't really have a college team. You know what I mean? Uh, uh-huh. I wasn't really big on the – I know when when I came to North Carolina and I saw the rival out here, uh, uh, um, Duke, and you don't yeah. like Duke. And <laughs> yeah, I hate Duke. I hate Duke out here. But, you know, I man, um, I'm not really a big college basketball watcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I like I, I see some of the players that come out of it. But other than that, man, I don't have a team. So I think I'm safe in that department. Yeah, you are. You're safe. You're safe right now. Yeah, I, I hate Duke because they the devils. And I hate the uh, devils. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got yeah, you. I hate the devil. But, uh, <laughs> but I, this boy say UConn. You know, y'all haven't been relevant in, since Kimball Walker. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, this year, man, this year is going to be a mic toss for real, man. Um, as far as who's going to win, there are so many um, teams that are kind of lower level um, that are making noise this year. So it's going to be, it's really going to be like, just throw it up. Who's going to win? I don't know. They'll get it. Um, it may be Ohio State. I mean, not Ohio State, Oklahoma State uh, with Kate Cunningham, who was like the number one recruit. Um, it may, honestly, I'm really rooting for Texas. I, if I had to choose a team right now, it would, I would have to choose Texas. I love Texas. I, um, I love Shaka Smart. He's okay. my favorite coach in all of college basketball, um, all because of his um, his motor and the type of person that he is. I love that guy. So that's that would probably be my pick to win. Okay, we'll Carolina. see. Carolina's we'll see. trash. We, we only played through our bigs, and our bigs aren't, aren't all that great. Um, Duke is trash this year, which is, which is um, equally exciting. Um, <laughs> so it just makes this year's Duke and Carolina uh, rivalry game, um, it's still worthwhile. But it may not be um, worth worth the watch. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you know, I, I feel like we we are in a we're in a good place. Uh, we could get some some recruits to come in, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So I want to I want to put Patrick's um, comment back up. Melo is definitely rookie of the year. Um, he is definitely going to be rookie of the year. Um, I honestly thought that James Wiseman would be rookie of the year, and I still think he will. Um, I think it's going to be between him and James Wiseman, Melo and James Wiseman, mainly because James Wiseman is a beast. Um, he He's getting benched now, but that's expected. I mean, they're early in the season. He None of these rookies had an offseason. They never really had a um, summer league uh, or preseason games. They was just thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. So I think Melo – and James Wiseman will be your two top picks for rookie of the year. Um, the only thing I want to see out of Melo more is if he can actually lead the team more in winning games um, and doing whatever it can, whatever he can to help um, Charlotte win. Now, granted, I've, I think this, since he's came to Charlotte, he's made other players on the team better. Yeah, he made Bismack Biombo 
look like DeAndre Jordan. In some, <laughs> in some games. I uh, and that guy is just ridiculous. So yeah, um, I, I feel like he he has some crazy numbers. He's definitely going to put it up there, um, and he could be our rookie of the year. So who I you got for MVP? MVP of, of uh, the league? Yeah. Uh, are you talking about rookie of the year? Rookie of the year, or MVP? Uh, both. Who you got for both? Hmm. I'm I'm a LeBron fan. I I can't lie to y'all. Once again, we are live. <laughs> <laughs> we are live. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm gonna give it to LeBron and I'm gonna give it to Melo as well. I think, uh, like you said, he has made a lot of the players better, and that's what leaders do. He has great potential. I think mm-hmm. if he gets the right people in his ear, he gets in that weight room. You know yeah. what I mean? And gets you know uh. Yeah, get a little bit beefier. I think yeah. he can really stand out. He he's really going to stand out, man, and get that kill, killer had that killer instinct because he's a shooter, no doubt. But he right. get he get that little killer instinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be a whole problem, man. So I but for as far as rookie of the year, if he keeps it up, yeah, most definitely, yeah. I give it to him, man. Absolutely, without a I shadow think, of a doubt. I think for MVP, I have to rock with. Um, Oh man, this may sound stupid in a, <laughs> at the end of the year, but I may have to rock with Steph. And the reason why I say that is because he's been balling as of late. Um, and everybody knows when Steph gets hot, he gets hot and he can stay hot. Yeah, so I give you that. I um I think that he may mess around and lead this team to the playoffs. And if he does that, he will definitely be the MVP. Be in conversation okay. for MVP. I hear a lot of people say um kevin durant um and lebron but the thing is i I think that if steph is able to lead that team to glory it will automatically put him in conversations that hey this guy should be mvp yeah um Giannis, i don't know the jury kind of stood out for him right now Mm -hmm. um but i definitely feel steph could be that guy at the end of the year um, yeah we got we got many more months to go um and i feel like you know it could be between lebron or steph so and i'm really liking how the um the warriors are coming together yeah like, yeah so, absolutely they're, they're jealous absolutely. i figured that was going to happen like you know people were, were saying oh there's going to be a down year for them but there's a lot of season there's a lot of season left there's a lot of season left, and they are starting to play together. Everybody was like, "Well, Kelly Oubre was was he's not meshing well. He's going to mesh. He's going to fit right in." Um, Andrew Wiggins. First yeah. of all, Andrew Wiggins. You, we can't disrespect Andrew Wiggins. He's a former <laughs> first round pick. Yeah. Okay. First yeah. round number one overall draft pick. He's that guy. Yeah. And the fact that he's been balling this year too right. has people like, what? Where did this guy? So nah. that's why I just can't, I can't, and I honestly feel like I can't put take um Golden State out of the picture for making it um far in the final and not in the finals, but far in the um conference playoffs. Like I feel like they could make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, but there it's gonna be a hard a, a big a long I mean sorry, it's gonna be a, a huge test for them, mainly because um you know, you got the Suns looking good this year. You got um, a lot of other teams in the West um, looking good. Now the Clippers, the Clippers are trash. 
で<笑>クリップスはトラッシュ。Yeah! I agree.、Um, they have to trade Paul George in order for them to make some noise.、Um, that man went home and just said, I'm making money and living my best life, and that's it. He just gave up, Doc. He just yeah, gave up. He gave up, dude. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I can't rock with him or the.、Uh, he used to be one of my favorite players, man. That's、yeah. why I was like, what in the world is going on with him? But he, he's trash.、Um, and it's sad that you put all that on Kawhi. Um, yeah, yeah, all by himself, but I know he's feeling it now because all that trade that trade, yeah, he、exactly. got traded. He was in, I mean, I would have kept, I'm you got to keep that momentum. I mean, I get it, you want more, but man, when you got a momentum, when you got a chemistry, you know what I mean? I,、mm-hmm. I don't get why people, I never understood that, you、mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because at that point, it is becomes pride, even when Kyrie left originally left Cleveland. I don't know why I got that in my head. <laughs> 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 my bad. But when,、uh, when Kyrie left Cleveland, I was hurt. I was、yeah. like, bro, what are you doing? Like, somebody want to do it on my own. What you mean you want to do it on your own?、Right. Like, for what? Man, get this, man, get these rings, get this money, man. Y'all got a great squad, but you、a、know, great squad. It, is, it is what it is. It is what it, it, is, is. What it is. Yeah. So, we'll, um, yeah. So, we, we've thrown our predictions all over the place. So,、um, you guys just hold on to them. Um, we'll come back next week and we'll definitely revisit these, these topics and, and see where, we, where the chips may fall. Yes,、um, so,、um, we're going to take another quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about、um, how can you find hope in the midst of anxiety and uncertainty.、Um, this year, in and of itself, has been、um, you know, a crazy year where you've seen a lot of things going left or right. But now, I feel a sense of hope. One of the things I, I realized today when I was watching the inauguration was that, you know, it, it felt like America of old, but、mm-hmm. do we want to go back to that, you know,、mm-hmm. that old familiar feeling?、Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're definitely going to venture into more anxiety and more uncertainty.、Um, but, you know, how do we navigate through that, you know? So,、um, I definitely want to put a little plug in.、Um, that was from last week's episode. If you missed last week's episode with Coach Ellis,、um, go back and look at it. It's up, available now on our YouTube channel、um, on、uh, One Faith Radio.、Um, just definitely look at the link in, the,、um, in our bio on our page、um, and definitely check it out.、Um, primetime Scouting, you know, it's a great opportunity for, collegiate,、uh, for, sorry, for high school athletes and high school students. Looking to、um, take that next step and go into college, but you know, maybe you're not being recruited, maybe you're not getting the looks that you need.、Um, but with primetime scouting, they are here to help you,、um, to assist you in your journey, and to make sure that you can,、um, you know, go to college free of charge.、Um, they offer a, a host of、um, options and a host of, of, of things for you. So definitely check, that, check out that episode,、um, check out Coach Ellis.、Um, and, Um, and just you know, take advantage of all that there is to offer with that.、Um, you know, we definitely want to be any of help that we can to you guys. So that's one of the, the, the things about One Faith. We want to help as many people as we can.、Um, and so, if you know any college students,、uh, anyone who, I'm sorry, any high school students who、uh, are excited about college, wants to go to college,、uh, any high school athletes that need、um, assistance with、um, you know, finding scholarships or you know, maybe finding. Um, a team to play on at the next level. 
you know, check out Primetime Scouting. So, bro, I brought you on. Um, I forgot we were supposed to do our little announcement. And so we're going to make this quick announcement about our giveaway. Um, so those who know, in the first month, or I'm sorry, in the first mm-hmm. episode, uh, we announced that we will be giving away $100 um, to one of our, you know, great listeners. Um, and it's part of the ministry aspect of One Faith. Um, One Faith is more than just a podcast and radio show. You know, it's a ministry. It's a collective. You know, it's something that we are looking to help other people. Um, It's nothing for us to get on here and talk about what the church is doing and how the church isn't doing. Um, But we want to help be, I said this wrong the last time, (laughs) we want to help be the hands, the feet, and the mouth of Jesus. And we want to do everything we can to help. So the instructions on how you can enter this contest. And we'll, we're gonna, we are going to announce who's, who will be the winner next week, but you have to follow these instructions. The instructions are, I'm going to post a link um, shortly after this video, after our recording ends, I'm going to post a link. That link, I want you to submit a one to two minute testimony about 2020. Uh, what did the Lord bring you out of? Uh, what did the Lord do for you? Um, if you are still struggling or still going through, we want you to you know, submit that. Um, when you submit that, I want you to go to our YouTube page, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, find this video, which will be um, the latest live stream video. And I want you to comment on the video. When you comment on the video, that will automatically get you in the um, the running for the $100 prize that we're going to give out. Um, we want to help people. We want to bless people. Um, even if you want to nominate somebody, um, submit their name in that video rec- or their voice recording. Um, that way we can um, reach back out to you, get connected with them and um, help them out. Uh, and so whatever it is, whatever it is they need, we want to be a blessing in this season. So, um, again, the instructions are um, I'm going to post a link. I want you to submit a one to two minute um, voice recording um, of, you know, what 2020 was like for you and your testimony behind it. And then I want you to go to our YouTube page, um, subscribe if you're not already subscribed um, and comment under the, uh, the latest video, which is this video, um, this recording. Um, and that will put you in. No, no questions asked. So we are going to pivot <clears throat> and talk about um, one of the things that I feel is very necessary in this day and age, um, how to find hope in the midst of anxiety and uncertainty. Um, now, <clears throat> when me and my bro was discussing, you know, what we wanted to talk about this week, um, he came up with this um, great topic. Um, you know, we have, we're in perilous times. We're in some crazy times, but at the same time, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling with the concept or the idea to find hope. So bro, I want you to jump in um, and I'll, you know, in the tail end, come in and then we can come in together at the end as well. But uh, I want you to, you know, start off. How can we find hope in the midst of anxiety and uncertainty in this day and age? Yes, sir. Um, absolutely. Um, hope is important. 
Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father except by me. However, that's not where I want to come from. Our hope is in Jesus, number one. But there are instructions that we are given in Philippians 4. And we have to pay attention to it because sometimes we can quote scripture and really miss, uh, really miss the important words of it. Um, so I'm going to go to Philippians 4 and 8, if you will. And it's very simple, 4, 8, and 9. And it reads, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, watch and listen to what it says, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, here's the important word, think on these things. You have to think on these things. It's important that you rehearse it in your mind because the enemy and the reason why anxiety, the reason why oppression and different things build up is because of our thought and how we're thinking. How we're thinking affects everything around us. How we're thinking affects how we move. And watch, you'll see how important your thinking is because on the next verse, it says those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. You have to do. Everything, it's, it's a ripple effect. How you think affects your actions. So it's very important to meditate on the word. It's very important to understand who Jesus Christ is. That's why I said that in the beginning, because Jesus Christ uh, when you think on him and, and when you understand his character, when you understand what he wants for us, when you understand those things, then in turn, you give yourself hope. You give yourself a chance. And it's not living in a false reality when you have a true conviction. You have to have a true conviction. You have to have faith. That's good. You have to have faith and understand. That's why we're, we're called one faith for a reason. You have to have faith in him. Because if you have faith in him, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and not, and not just try to use him as a genie. Don't just try to use him when you want something. When No, you have to literally meditate. And I think I'm setting my brother up. You literally have to meditate on the word day and night. But that's pretty much, you know, what I have for dealing with these times. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead and finish it out. <laughs> yeah, you definitely set me up good. Um, I thank God for that. Um, you know, I actually want to come from um, Joshua chapter one, um, verses five through nine. But I'm actually going to kind of skip around that a little bit. Um, Joshua chapter one, verse five. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to put it up here. And it says, Joshua, no one will be able to defeat you as long as you live. I will be with you at as I was with Moses, I will always be with you. I will never abandon you. Um, and it's interesting here because if you're not familiar with the story of Joshua, Joshua um, was a great leader of his people, um, but he was afraid. He was afraid of, of taking um, the people into Jericho. He's afraid of taking the next step. Um, and the Lord promised Joshua, he said, no one will be able to defeat you as long as you live. I will be with you as I was with Moses. 
Uh, he said, I will, I will always be with you and I will never abandon you. And I want you to remember that I will always be with you. I will never abandon you because of the fact that God made that promise to Joshua. He made that same promise to you. So I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That's the same promise that Jesus made um, in the New Testament. It's the same promise that God is making Joshua here. So when you're dealing with fear, when you're dealing with anxiety or dealing with uncertainty, just know that God is always with you and he has never left you. Um, and mainly you want to focus in on that because when you're going through those tough times, when you're trying to figure out what life is like, the only one who can help you get through those tough times and help you to figure out what life is like is God, is Jesus. Um, and he has promised to always be with you. He says in verse seven, God says in verse seven to Joshua, just be determined, be confident, um, make sure that you obey the whole law that my servant Moses gave you. Do not neglect any part of it and you will succeed wherever you go. Uh, that's testament to the fact that it's, it, it kind of echoes what my bro said, you know, make sure that you obey everything that you have seen, that you have heard, that you have um, experienced from, from God or from church. Do those things that God has already shown you. And then in the first in the A clause of that of this verse, he says, just be determined, be confident. He says this repeatedly um, throughout um, Joshua between five chapters five and verse nine, verse eight. He says, be sure that the book of law is always read in your worship. Study it day and night. Be sure. Make sure that you obey everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. It's the exact same thing um, that my bro said. Make sure that you have this word. It like have it deep down in your heart, deep down in your soul so that nothing that you um, no situation, no, no problem that you face will cause you to turn away from it. Uh, always read your word. Um, always have it in you um, and always make sure that you understand who God is in your life. The only way how you can understand who God is in your life is by having his word, knowing who he is then you will be prosperous and successful. Then you'll be able to overcome anxiety and depression and uncertainty. And you'll face uncertainty with the mindset that no matter what, uh, what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I don't know right now, because I have trusted God and he has promised me that he will always be with me, he will never abandon me. I know that I can make it no matter what my future may, uh, may, may be or whatever it may look like. No matter what I'm, I'm anxious about, no matter what I'm worried about, I know that God is with me. I know that he will never abandon me. And in verse nine, it says, remember that I have commanded you to be determined and confident. There goes those two words again, determined and confident. Do not be afraid or discouraged for I, the Lord, your God, am with you wherever you go. And it's like God has came back and reassured his promise to Joshua that no matter where he goes, remember. The God of the Bible has commanded him to be determined and to be confident. That means that you have to have your mind made up and you have to have the confidence that your mind is made up, that no matter what situation may come your way, no, no anxiety is going to turn you or deter you, but it's going to help you to be confident in facing your situations. And you're not going to be afraid. You're not going to get discouraged because God himself has made this promise that he is going to be with you wherever you go. So that's how you, you would deal with it. You know, that's how you will, you can find hope. 
in these situations, when you are facing anxiety, when you are facing uncertainty, there are going to be times in your life when you're going to face these things. But the truth of the matter is, is that you have to remember, as God commanded, to be determined, be confident, don't be afraid or discouraged, but trust God and know that he is with you wherever you go. So I thank God for each and every one of you for joining us today. I know we went a little bit over, but we had a lot of technical difficulties in the beginning. But uh, we certainly thank God that you stuck around and and listened into what we were um, talking about. I, I pray that you enjoyed today's show. Um, please connect with us. Uh, find us on all social media platforms and also uh, check us out on YouTube. Those in the radio world, um, this show is actually on our YouTube channel. You can watch us. You can put your face. <laughs> you can you can put the faces to the voices that you are uh, that you hear on a weekly basis. Uh, check out our YouTube page, One Faith. Um, find us on social media at We Are One Faith. We are on um, Instagram and Facebook at We Are at We Are One Faith. Um, and connect with us. Uh, and definitely make sure that you um, enter yourself into the contest. Um, again, as soon as I end this broadcast, I'm going to post the link. Um, and when you when you see that link, I want you to submit your one to two minute testimony. And then I want you to shoot over to our YouTube channel because this video will be posted on our YouTube channel. And I want you to um, subscribe if you haven't subscribed, but leave a comment. It could be any comment. Just don't make it wild or ratchet. <laughs> but, you know, you can leave a comment. And from there, we are going to choose our um, our person who we're going to bless $100 with. So we will make that announcement next week um, during our show. And it's been great seeing you guys. And thank you for um, your comments and, and for tuning in and for checking us out. We thank God for each and every one of you. So, yeah, this has been One Faith. <laughs>